It's funny for once the late person wasn't uh the black folks. <laughs> Play the clock. Oh, you already know what it is, man. Ooh and Jay, they coming through. Straight no chaser. Straight from the hip. Straight from the hip, don't need no script, just need a microphone. My man, Coach Boo, gon' take you to the entertainment zone. They got the stats, the this and that, to keep this show on point. And when we done, we have some fun and rock this funky joint. So with Will, sit back and chill, give us a chance to show ya. If one of y'all would like to call, we'll talk just like we know ya. We take control, then start the roll, and then there ain't no stopping. It's time to dip straight from the hip. Hey, y'all, let's get it popping. Got Joe Gladney on the phone over here. No good. Well, I'm doing a show right now. He knows it's time for Straight from the Hip. Welcome to Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Boo Mitchell, coming to you live from Sugar Hill, Georgia. Here are my coach, just Mr. Jason Allen. Travis is somewhere. We just don't know exactly where he is right now. Oh, he at his house. Well, he's at the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he figured we could do a three-way thing again. And I let him know that, like, hey, like that, that that's over with. So he tried to uh, send it through his way, and I, I mean, you didn't get it. And it's probably sitting in our junk file, keeping it real. Got you. Got you. Well, we got a lot of folks in here. Mr. Jerry Vadner, of course, first one here, as most of the time he is. Hey, Miss Ham. Denise Ham is here. Cody Wilson. Mr. Butler, your son. Might be devoid for the whole show. Yeah, yeah working yeah. on trying to get him in. Travis can call me on my phone, and I could probably link him in if he wants to do that. Call Jason, Travis, and uh, see if we can get you in that way. Because Travis got all the scores. Because you know I ain't do no work. I chill out <laughs> now. I do this for the show now. Call, call Jason, uh, <laughs> Travis. Well, I real, real quick, I can tell you this much: North Gwinnett is no more. North Gwinnett, uh. Lost the game that night, 17-16, mm-hmm. to West Forsyth High School. And uh, it, was a, it was a tough loss. Uh, we missed the field goal and missed an uh, extra point. But we, we just didn't show up. I mean, at the end of the day, um, we, we just didn't show up. And, and those kids from West Forsyth, I've got two very good friends over there. Uh, Bill, Bill Ballard, who used to be the head coach. I love him and his, his family. Uh, his wife came on the field, gave me a big old hug, and we're going to try to go to dinner one day this week. And then uh, also had uh, Chad Davenport. And uh, Chad and I were together at um, uh, Peachtree Ridge as well mm-hmm. in that same staff with Bill Ballard. And then Chad went to become the head coach at Northview High School, and I moved over there with him. So uh, so in any event, like I said, two of my best friends in, as far as coaches go were there. And uh, it was it was it was good for me. I mean, as far as that's concerned, and uh, I was very happy for them because uh, 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 West Forsyth is in uncharted territory, I believe, for their program. Right. And Coach, Coach Ballard has said this is his last year, so uh, I'm glad to see that happen for him in his last year. Okay, that's what's up. Well, Travis, can you hear us? Are you there? Can you speak? I got you. Hello, guys. All right, please, everybody, give us thumbs up for some recognition that you can hear Travis. Travis, we can go hear ahead. Travis. Go ahead and run down the hey. high school scores. Yeah, we'll go ahead and start. High school scores. Grayson beat Harrison 30-6. to 
Yeah, you know, we kind of knew that was going to happen. Uh, Harrison, you know, survived last week by uh team being in victory formation, snapping the ball over uh, the head of the quarterback, trying to ice the game. And so they were fortunate enough to be in that round. But Grayson's pretty strong right now and uh, going to take a little bit more to Harrison to stop. Okay. Next up, Collins Hill beats Denmark 17-6. to six. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be a little bit more than that. Uh, obviously, guys, I can tell you right now, if unless you were out there the other night, those are some rough conditions to be out in. So, uh, so like I said, it, it, was, it was a rough night, um, especially for those of us born and raised in Valdosta, Georgia, where it seldom is less than 75 degrees, and you're out there in uh, – 39, 36 degree chill factor weather. It, it, it's, it's a rough night. All right. Next one up. Uh, another local team got the W. Norcross beat Roswell 40 to 20. Yeah, I told you that was coming. I, I went with Norcross there. I felt like Norcross was on a roll. And uh they're gonna be they're gonna be kind of hard to stop. This, this might be the end for Norcross. So I'll, I'll see what the matchup is for this week. Uh, I, I have a matchup for next week. I'll go through that when I get through the... the, the we got you. We got you. Next, what's the next score? Um, Parkview beats East Coweta, 41-14. to 14. Yeah, I told y'all that was coming. I predicted yeah. that one. <laughs> I, I kind of told y'all I knew Parkview was going to be a little bit too much for them. Yeah. Um, the county beat North Cobb, 21-13. to 13. Well... I'm a little disappointed in the county because I thought that was going to be a statement game. But uh, North Cobb has some athletes on that. We played them earlier this year. We were fortunate enough to to get by them as well. But they got they got some they got a good little team. So uh, I guess they stepped up to the county. But it is what it is. The county's still on the road. I hold on. How, how Travis out here calling it the county? Like, like why why are you trying to suck up to you? Oh, the, the county. Well, like, the, what well, come on, Travis? Stop. It. I know it ain't. Stop it's it. not. It's not the county. It's duh. Oh, like you see, the that's I'm not sucking up. I'm keeping it real. Yeah, it's loud. I said the whole name. It's the county. <laughs> <laughs> like D apostrophe. Help out. So that's all. The county. Nah, Travis sucking up. What's going on, Tom? Hey, that's my man Tom. He works at the movie tavern. The movie tavern is open. Please oh, check hey, it out. Yeah, check it out. When you go there, there's usually nobody in the seat, so you got a, plenty of social distancing. He's the bartender there, man. He, he hooks it up, man. So, I'm I'm finna come see you. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, he'll make sure your popcorn real buttered, coach. He'll Tom, that thing that right now. and everything. I'm gonna see you before the week is out. I guarantee you that. Who is Cheesa? Who is Cheesa Gonzalez? You talking about Chessa? Come on, Keisha <laughs> Gonzalez. He, he, he he Keisha. Talk. What's going on, Keisha? Okay, uh, Milton beat Archer, 17-9. to nine. Yeah, I hate that, of course, for, uh, for you know, Israel Soto. Edmund, Ed, Edwin Mangual is uh, is his son. He plays on that team. So, uh, so anyway, I said, hey, hey, Keisha, give me a break now. I went back and said your name the right way. <laughs> Keisha, I got, enough fight, I got enough people to fight with on this show. I don't need more. <laughs> What you got next, Travis? Uh, Colquitt County beat Walton 35 to 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't more than that. I, I, you know, <laughs> Colquitt County, they get you down there in that hole down there. 
and they like to manhandle. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. And then last, uh, and I wish we didn't have to talk about it, but you already did. Uh, West Forsyth and, and North Gwinnett. So we've already talked about that one. So all we'll right. move on. Yeah, I know they they they, they monkey stomp because uh, we didn't come to play. I mean, you know. Guys, I mean, yeah, it's been that way all year long with us, and it, it's a shame because uh, this year's seniors was probably mm-hmm. the best group of seniors we've had since we've been there. And, I mean, we won a state championship. But this was a great – this was a phenomenal group of seniors led by Bear Carter. You know, Jordan Hancock was out for a while, and he joined in. Both of them are All-Americans. Mm-hmm. You had Seth Anderson. You know, you had uh, Corbin Luke Hood. I mean, Bobby Ezard. I mean, dude, we we had a Ashton Wood had a great group of seniors this year, and then I hate for them to, their career to end on a loss like that. It was terrible. All right, well, let's. Uh, that's the. Is it the last score you got, Travis? That's the last score from this upcoming week. Coach's Corner. Like I said again, every week we'll do Coach's Corner in the high school segment. This is your opportunity to ask Coach a football related question or even a personal related question. The personal stuff. I don't know if he'll answer or not, but. You'll let it go how it is. Coach, oh, you know, I'm asking everything. I'm asking everything. <laughs> Coach, as a player, as a senior, when this is the last game and it ends the way it ends, does this linger with you into the offseason and going to your next level? Oh, beyond then. Dude, I'm telling you right now, my, my senior year, if, if I if I talk about too much, the last game I played, I'll start crying. Mm. I mean, it's it's with you forever. Um, my my last play, uh, caught a ball. Uh, I, I convinced our punter to do a fake punt on our own 14-yard line. So I, he was, was about to kick it. He just threw it to me. And I picked up newspaper said I changed direction six times and broke four times <laughs> en route to an 86-yard touchdown. And I got in the end zone. I spiked the ball. I turned around. Our fullback, Lorenzo Thomas, was running down the field behind me. He said, man, what you doing? You crazy. And I said, damn, low. And me and him both started crying. <laughs> <laughs> I was about 30 seconds left in the game. <laughs> and so to answer your question, I mean, that thought is going to be with you for the rest of your life because you're always going to remember the end of something that was so great for you. And as far as football is concerned, you go back and talk to pro football players right now. And they will tell you the same thing I'm telling you now. Your high school days are your most loving, most treasured, most memorable days as far as football is concerned. All right. Cody Wilson asks, Coach, what is your favorite moment as a player? Oh, man, that, that's uh, – man, I, listen, I, I can tell you this, Cody, and that's a great, great question. And I tell this to people all the time. I had greater moments – on the football field in practice than I ever did in a game. Mm. You got to understand, you practice, you know, five times, four or five times a week just to play one game. And there are so many things. I can tell you some, like when I think about Barrett Carter right now, I can think of some miraculous plays that Barrett has made in practice that nobody's ever going to see. I mean, where he has caught interceptions with one hand, has just made phenomenal plays in practice that nobody ever sees. And so when I look back on my career, a lot of the great things that I did, like for instance, I look at Vanderbilt. I had to have somebody come up and tell me when we were playing Army, at Army, 
hey, do you remember that touchdown you caught uh, that when you ran the post route? I said, yeah. He said, on that play, you broke the all-time SEC record. I didn't even know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not like I can say that was my greatest moment ever because I didn't even know it really happened. I was just out there playing the game. And uh, there was no big announcement. You know, they didn't stop the game and hand me the ball. And, you know, the guy whose record I broke, Wendell, Wendell Davis, come out of the stands and me and him take a picture. None of that happened like you see today. So, I mean, it's like I said, it's a lot of the other things that happened that I, that I can tell you about being great players. Mm. All right. If there's no more questions for that, for Coach's Corner, if you have any, just please type it in. We'll get to it. I guess uh, we can go on to next week's high school playoff games. Let's hit those. Oh, you see that? Hold on. Ke uh, Keisha just asked me if I can take her out this weekend. Keisha, I'll get back to you later on that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Jerry Vatler said he thought being a bench warmer was your all-time greatest moment, Coach. Now, that was your all-time greatest moment. <laughs> when they said, what is your all-time greatest moment? They weren't talking to you, Jerry. They were talking to me. Uh, Tom asks, Coach, do you miss playing? You know what? Great question, and, and I get asked that a lot. I'm very fortunate enough to be able to tell you that when I finished playing football, I was done. And, I mean, I knew at that time I could walk away and be content with not playing. So you, I think you will always miss playing. You know, when the players are getting dressed on Friday night and we're getting ready to go to go to battle, I mean, you have that feeling that you're like, man, boy, ooh, man, I, I'm, I'm excited for these kids. Dang, I wish I, I, I remember. I love this. And that's why I continue to coach. But I absolutely love the thought of, of putting on the pads and getting dressed and, and going out there and going to battle. So I still love it in that way, and I miss it, I can say, but I think I miss it in the right way, Tom, if that makes any sense to you. Mm -hmm. All right, and then we'll go with Jerry. When this will be the last one. We'll let Travis jump in and finish high school. If you have any further questions that we can't get to right now, by all means, you can text me, email me, and me and Coach could do a one-on-one -on -one where I ask these questions, and we'll put it out for the public. Uh, Jerry asks, serious question, Coach. Why did you stop playing after college? Well, Jerry, I, I had my worst injury I've ever had um, when I was with the Seattle Seahawks. I hurt my shoulder, tore up my shoulder, and uh, I was a long time in rehab, um, right in training camp is when I got hurt. And that's the worst thing that could possibly happen for a rookie is to get hurt. And then the doctor told me, said, you got two choices. Basically, your shoulder's kind of a trick shoulder in that you can – play for 20 more years and nothing happened. But then at the same time, you can walk out that door and the wind blow hard and blow it out of joint. Mm. I mean, that's just, that's just what you got to live with. And so having that on your mind the whole time when you're trying to play and whatnot. And I saw some guys who were messed up. We all heard and seen guys, you know, I was watching uh, the Michael Jordan thing. What was it called? Jay, the, the last, last uh, the last dance, the last dance. And I looked at Michael Jordan's fingers. I was like, man, his fingers are jacked up. <laughs> and like I try to tell people, there is a price for playing professional sports, for playing college sports. There are guys out there that have knees torn up. My nose has been broken three or four times and whatnot. I mean, just crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. So but because of that, like I said, 
I think that I made the right decision to stop trying and just walk away from the game. And, and again, like I said, I'm comfortable with the fact that when I laid down my pad and said, that's it, that that was it. And you were at training camp with the Seahawks, correct? Seahawks, that's okay. correct. Yep. All right. Travis, go, let's go hit it. Okay. Uh, next week, uh, the final eight in uh, Class 7A, we have West Forsyth versus Grayson. Listen, gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, if, if y'all want to see any of the starters play for Grayson, you better get there for, for warm-ups. Uh, <laughs> that, that's probably the only time you're going to see it. So I'm just going to go ahead and take right now. That's going to be a beat okay. down right there. Okay. Uh, Lowndes County versus Milton. Did Travis say something out of here? Lowndes County versus Milton. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He knows not talking to ask me about no Lowndes County. <laughs> you know, good. I told you last week, Travis, don't ask me about Lowndes. I fell for it, too, and I was do, like a dumbass. All you had to do was say, Lowndes County is going to beat the hell out of Milton. That's all you had to say. <laughs> okay. Collins Hill versus Parkview. Uh-oh. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with the Hill now. The Hill's on the road right now, plus that's our region. Parkview's in the region on the other side of the county, so give, give, me, uh, give me the Eagles. Okay, and Norcross versus Colquitt. Uh, oh, that's it. Hey, uh, y'all, y'all call Coach Maloof and wish him tell me he did a good job to see him. Say, man, good seats, cause uh, cause they've been to get it. I'm gonna tell you right now, Colquitt on the roll down there. You know, Colquitt in the county, they might have to see each other, uh, to get to the finals, right. but that's gonna be it right there. That's gonna be it for Norcross. Okay, so actually, the, uh, I was going to uh, give you one final question, um, extended coaches' corner. So now that, uh, unfortunately, North Gwinnett is out, we have these final eight. Who do you think is the favorite to win the state the state title? Oh, well, right now, you, you would have to look at, you know, call somebody from the South. And I think it might be somebody from the South this year, either Lowndes or Colquitt. Um, you know, because if you look back perennially, they, they would be the favorites. You know, West Forsyth has never been there. I mean, a lot of teams that you mentioned, Milton won it a couple of years ago, but um, Milton Milton's about, about to get it right now, I believe, this 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 week. So, like I said, I think it would be the, the two teams I, I think would be the favorite would be Colquitt and uh, Lowndes County. If they're in the same bracket, I would throw Collins Hill up there. All right, Richard Hood said Collins Hill will pass over Cody with ease. And Richard also said another South Georgia ass whooping. So Ain't no doubt. Um, just real quick before we jump on over to college, guys, remember that we do have some of these fabulous shirts on Teespring under Straight from the Hip. Check us out there. Also, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all our platforms. Wednesday, I dropped clipped up versions of this show. So some of the best and funniest moments and all that stuff. You'll see clips of it on YouTube and on Facebook. So if you missed the show one Tuesday, God forbid that ever happens. To let's say, suppose you're a Ravens fan right now. You want to watch the Ravens instead of listening to us. You can check out on YouTube and Facebook clips of the show where we'll seg segment it and also put some fun funny moments. So, guys, you can always catch it there as well. Please remember to share it, too, with everybody else. Some things you Hold think on. are funny. Share it to the crew and let everybody enjoy us and, and join us here live. All Speaking right. of Ravens, we got Corey Harris, who used to play for the Ravens. He was a safety for the Ravens. Actually won a Super Bowl with them. So hey. I want to welcome him to the show. Now, the oh, yeah. thing about Corey. Corey's about a silly. Y'all know how I'm serious. I'm serious about everything. We know. We know. 
Corey's about as silly as they come. So y'all be careful in these comments and whatnot. Cause he probably had him a drink or two and done that too. So I'm just trying to tell you, be careful. Watch the comments that might come out from Corey Harris. Well, Corey, we gotta get you on the show one day. If you if you're silly in which you coach B, you know, Coach Booth's straight lace, you know, no, oh, you no know shenanigans. Me. No You know me. Yeah. I can tell like it is, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what is you know what is funny and shenanigan like right now, right? What's that? It's uh, Lamar Jackson's stat line. Oh God, we we get to that in a second. Go ahead, let's jump into college because <laughs> yeah, I, I'm watching a little bit of the game. Yeah, let's go to jump into college, Travis. Okay, uh, just a few roundup scores from this past week. Alabama beats LSU. Mud stomps them, fifty-five to seventeen. They look like they're the best team in the country by a long shot. Yep, 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 yep. Well, we've already uh, talked about. That. I already told you about. How I feel about Alabama and anybody. Well, you're not even uh, Saban, so. Hey, yeah. Nick Saban. Nick Saban got them jokes down there chewing through barbed wire fences at practice. <laughs> that, that's that's how they get on the field. They got to chew through a barbed wire fence to get on the field. Probably. Uh, Indiana beats Wisconsin 14 to 6 in a snoozer. You know what? Listen, for, for Big Ten football that, that people don't really care about, I mean, don't nobody care about the Big Ten. I mean, you know, we it, it took a pandemic for everybody to realize that they don't really need to care about the Big Ten. I mean, Penn, Penn State is horrible. Michigan is is monkey poo poo. I mean, it, it's just it's bad. Even Iowa, and I love me some Tyler Goodson. Iowa State this year, Northwestern is like everybody waiting to find out who's going to play Northwestern in the championship game. I mean, is it? Need we say more? I mean, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's how bad the Big Ten is this year. All right, Travis, what you got? Uh, okay, la last one. Probably the game of the week. I'm sure a lot of you guys Hey, if you it. say South Carolina, I'm disconnecting this phone right now. I know it, that's right. It's not South Carolina. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead then. It's, it's Coastal Carolina against B BYU 22-17. to 17. Yeah. You know what they call that? They, they need to call that the pandemic bowl because <laughs> that, that goes to show you how bad football is right now. Uh, this this man, this grown-ass man right here who follows college football just told you the game of the week was Coastal Carolina versus BYU. I mean, how bad can football be right now if that's the best damn possible game you could have watched? I mean, yeah, but there you go. Pandemic at its finest. Right there. <laughs> that, that is unbelievable. That, okay. that game was dog crap, Travis. Coastal Carolina tackled the BYU player on the one-yard line on the last play of the game. It, it was just like the Titans and the Rams finish in the Super Bowl. And? Dog <laughs> the game. I mean, so if that had happened in a game with, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Vanderbilt with the girl kicker uh, <laughs> versus uh, Coastal, uh, 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 the Coast Guard Academy, or whatever the case may be, would it have been exciting because it was one uh, somebody tackled somebody on the one-yard line to end the game? Who gives a shit? I mean, that's my point. I mean, if that was Alabama versus Clemson, now that's a play. But shit, Coastal Carolina versus damn BYU, 
BYU ain't been worth a damn since Jim McMahon left from up there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you set yourself up for this, Travis. You said the game of the week. Uh, <laughs> the game of the week. Travis, we got any matchups for next week that even worth a, worth a damn? Uh, we did have a matchup worth a damn, but now it's been canceled. Um, and that is Michigan and Ohio State. Oh, my God. Well, you called it. You said Michigan was going to stick it to them. The only way Hold Michigan on. can win a game with losing a game is by not playing yep. a game. So, Michigan, what, what's Michigan's record right now? <laughs> oh, for eternity. What? What's Michigan's two record, Travis? Two and something. Okay, two and five, whatever. What's Ohio State's record? They are five and zero right now. And so that was going to be the game of the week. Watching the two and five. Well, no, he's saying that it's pretty much the news of the week, not the game of the week. That thank you because Ohio you, State baby. can't get into a bowl game if they can't get six wins. Hey, I'm telling you right well, now, now, if I'm they, if I'm well, a Jim Harbaugh there, game. if I'm Jim Harbaugh, they, then my whole team got COVID. <laughs> we can't play. They, they we can't play. go to a bowl game. They just now can't go to the Big Ten championship game. Uh, now I know. The Big Ten out of the, the, the college football playoffs. If I'm Jim oh. Harbaugh, I'm up there laughing at him because this could be my last year anyway. We can't play. One thing that is actually uh, I did hear and read that is happening is <clears throat> the Big Ten commissioner is now creating an emergency meeting with all the Big Ten athletic directors to figure out if there will be a team that would be willing to play Ohio State on Saturday so that Ohio State can get to six wins so that then they could be automatically in the Big Ten championship game, which would give them the opportunity to put themselves in the college football playoff. Yeah, let me can tell you, you something. Shame on him. That's what I'm I mean, saying right there. Ohio State, shame better, on him. Ohio State better pay somebody to step up and say, yeah. I'm trying to tell you, shame, shame on him. Shame on the Big Ten. For trying to do all that to finagle Ohio State in there. How how bad does that sound? Actually, you know what the Big Ten should do? They should go get uh President Trump to save the Big Ten again, like he did the first time, according to him. So that there you go. Problem solved. President Trump there will you save go. the Big Ten again. He'll make an executive order that Ohio State gets to go to the playoffs. There you go. It'd be one of his last executive orders, but that make one. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah, other, other than that, there really aren't too many uh, major games this week. Wisconsin plays Iowa. There's at least two ranked teams. I'll mention that, but that's Big Ten, so you guys don't care. So. No, Richard Hood said no, nobody cares. No, no one's watching the Big Ten because everybody's focused on the Pac-12, according to Richard Hood. There you go. Pac-12, bless their hearts. <laughs> I mean, there ain't no teams out there, not, not one. Well, Keisha said she called in Ohio State. Well, she called the President Trump down to save the Big Ten. All right, let's do what we do every week. Top five. Let's start with let's start with you, Travis, like we do every week. What is your top Come on, five Travis. rankings? Give me that old bad list you got. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, number one, Alabama. All right. Number two, Notre Dame. Okay. Number three, I will put Clemson at three now. Okay. I will put Ohio State at four. All right. You ain't got no damn sense. And I will put Florida <laughs> at five. I just Ohio go State can fall because if they don't play another game, then they would automatically, of course, not be in the game. But we right now they don't have another game scheduled. 
Well, I, I understand that, right? But I'm going to assume that they're probably they're going to find a way to play one game. Okay, okay, all right, coach. What you got, coach? Bama's number one, Clemson yes. number two, Notre Dame number three. Um, I'm gonna put right now Texas A&M. I think they play a little bit better in Florida. I'm gonna put them at four. Mm. Ohio State is on the outside looking in at five, and Florida's at six. And okay. the rest of them don't matter. After that, name any team you want. Uh, uh, your team goes here. Your favorite team goes here. That's that's what the next line should say because it doesn't matter. Put Coastal Carolina there to make Travis feel good with, with BYU right behind him at number eight. Let's, let's make Travis put South Carolina in there. South Carolina can come in at nine. It doesn't matter because they're outside of those six. It doesn't even matter. Uh, Richard Hood said Notre Dame number two is BS. Tom said, now why are you going to go and uh, bring negativity into the show with Trump? He was having a good night till I brought that stuff up. So, <laughs> <laughs> my bad, Tom. I meant to have you enjoy this. Um, Jesus is on Jesus on the committee, uh, Keisha said. And then uh, Richard Hood said UF versus Coastal Carolina. Who you taking UF versus Coastal Carolina, Travis? Because we know who Coach is taking. Oh, I'm taking Florida. Oh, okay. I, I want to see how crazy you're going to get. No, I'm taking Florida. Absolutely. We, and, that, and, that's what we no. need, Jay. Jay, we need a, a name game of who Travis would take uh, <laughs> other than taking Coastal Carolina since he's so high on them for beating BYU. <laughs> would you take Coastal Carolina over your South Carolina Gamecocks? Right now? Yeah. Yeah, right now. Yeah. What do you mean? To, what do no, you mean? Jay, not right now. Next, <laughs> next year. We talking about next year? Yes. This right man right now. He said, yeah, he'll take Coastal Carolina over uh, South Carolina. All right, what about uh, USC, the other USC, the, the good one? Well, not the good one, but the one that people really want to go to. I don't want to go there, but um, <laughs> I would take – I'll go Coastal. Okay. Crazy. What, what about Penn State versus Coastal Carolina? Oh, Coastal. Penn State's trash is here. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, North Carolina versus Coastal Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. All right. <laughs> um, let's go da, 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 da. try to think. Oregon versus Coastal Carolina. Oh, even though I don't like the Pac-12, Pac I'd probably go Oregon. Just a humor, Jerry. Texas versus Coastal Carolina. Coastal. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, wow, Jerry! Oh man, Jerry! I shoot you some insults a lot of times. That's got to be the biggest insult you've ever gotten right there. That's awesome. Got the clear, baby. That's awesome. Oh man, Travis will pick a Pac-12 team to win the BCS. I don't think he's that crazy, uh, Mr. Hood. I don't think he's that far yeah, gone. All right, we got anything left on college football you need to speak about, Travis? No. Did the girl kick any more of this game, Coach? Not that I know of. Nope. I mean, unless unless somebody heard something that I did. <laughs> they must have heard what okay. you said. <laughs> well, Vanderbilt didn't play, so she didn't kick. Oh, okay. She's not going to kick this week either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom said, Coach, are you really going to go see him at work, or are you bullshitting? Who, who, who was that? Tom, Tom said you're going to go Oh, see no, I'm that. coming up there, Tom. I'm going to tell you right now. Jason will tell you. Yeah. I'm a big-time movie guy. 
I've been in the movie tavern plenty of times. So I'm coming up there. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, right now, people, I'm, Tom, I'm like five miles away. Yeah, they got a big ass flat screen down there in the in the bar area now. I'm like gonna be up there. Now. Now. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> All right, if that's all we got for college football, again, remember, guys, please to subscribe, follow us on everything straight from the hip. Also, we have clips of this show going to be put up every Wednesday. I don't know what time, probably about 6 o'clock. Most time on Wednesdays, it should be up. I'm going to try to do it earlier, but we'll have clips of the show up on Wednesdays so you can check it out if you missed the show on Tuesday. All right, Travis, let's go ahead and give us that NFL love. Okay, NFL. Uh, we'll start off with... Let's just go uh, jump to the Falcons. Let's just go and start to the Falcons now. That's what everybody came here for. That's what Coach came and talked about. Let's not let them wait any longer. Let's just jump with yeah, the Falcons let me, first. Let me prepare this table so I can eat. Come on, Travis. <laughs> okay, uh, the Saints beat the Falcons. <coughs> what was the score, Travis? Um, like 23 to 17 or 22 to 17 or something like that. I don't write the scores down. I just write who wins. And where did they play? I believe they played in Atlanta. Oh, they played in Atlanta. I'm just trying to get it all out there. I want to, I, I just uh, want to be. It was 21 to 16, coach. Yeah, 21 to 16. I want to lay it out. Did Julio score any points? Did Julio score any touchdown? Because I, because see, this, this, this is why I got to ask all these questions. Because Falcon fans look for the slightest little thing to cling on to whenever they lose. Because for a Falcon fan, every day is good. I mean, y'all are the most sunshine up my behind fans I've ever seen. Even when you lose, be like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Because we still play well. Julio still caught a touchdown pass. And that just puts us in better position for the draft. That's what you get from a Falcon fan. Because as you know, as, as you, if you've been on this show, Falcon fans, I mean, have you, did y'all notice when you were young that your school bus was a little bit shorter than everybody else's? I mean, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Did you realize when you were on the bus that the capacity of your bus was a little bit less than everybody else's? <laughs> There were only like eight people on your bus. Did, I mean, did you realize that when you? I don't get it. I don't get it because that's the only way you could be a Falcon fan. That's the only way. Did you realize when you went to school that you were using crayons most of the day? <laughs> I'm just asking because that's the only way you could possibly be a Falcon fan. Did you realize that in your classroom? The floors were carpeted, and everybody else had tile in their classroom. I'm just asking because that's the only possible way you can continue to be a Falcon fan. That's all I'm going to say, John. I'm done. <laughs> uh, some of the comments Tom said, if you come through, Coach, he has some passes for you. Richard Hood, here's a good one. Here you go, Travis. Falcons versus Coastal Carolina. Falcons. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> you crazy as hell. I'm, I'm taking coast. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, Richard Hood said, be careful, coach, because uh, Mrs. Hood is, is online. 
I know. I got to be careful. I got <laughs> Talk about Ned, Julio. I'm, 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 I'm going to do something sweet for you, Ned. Because I know you and Julio got that love thing going on. She's a Julio lover too, Jay. Boy, she's a Julio lover. <laughs> and Keisha says, you're talking big at a comfort of your home. Keisha, baby, anytime <laughs> you want to get together and talk football, I, I need Jada, though. I got to have Jada here. But anytime you want to get together and talk football, let's do it. Oh, man. Keisha said you're not supposed to switch teams because they bad. We had a whole yeah, thing yeah, about that, Keisha. I'm not, I'm not saying don't switch teams, but ask Jason. When me, when, me and Jason both 49 fans. When we were bad, I used to tell Jason, boy, we suck. Yep. We went to the Super Bowl. Jay was all hyped about Super Bowl. I said, ain't no way in the hell we're going to win the Super Bowl. Garoppolo is our <laughs> he quarterback. He said that. He said Am it. I right, Jay? He said I mean, here's, here's the thing. I'm I'm a fan. I am not a fanatic. Because see that whole addict thing? That whole addict. <laughs> I think addict is a, is a suffix that means extreme. So I'm not an extremist like y'all are. Y'all, y'all just... I mean, just like Travis, bless his heart. He's a Bengal fan. Yeah, yeah. He, he's still holding out that, that they're going to win these last five games and everybody else is going to lose. <laughs> everybody in the league is somehow going to magically lose. And they're still going to find a way to get into the playoff. I mean, I don't do that. I don't. I keep it real. And that's my whole thing. Atlanta Falcon fans, same way as Travis, just like Travis. That's why I said Cleveland, uh, uh, Cincinnati, Atlanta, all, all y'all are the same. All y'all just saying. And I'm about to throw the Dallas Cowboy fans in there with you. Because oh, yeah. they're sickening as the rest of y'all are. But I'm just telling you, I'm not I'm not like that. My whole thing is, is that I keep it real. And I don't think these other other fans do. All right. All right, Travis. What's the other games we got on tap? Okay. Actually, I do have a, a, a Saints question for Coach. Oh, Lord. Here we go. So, my question actually wasn't going to be about the Falcons. So, if you were the New Orleans Saints and the coaching staff, and you guys have won, I believe, like four out of the last five games or whatever with no Drew Brees, uh -huh. if Drew Brees be getting healthy, would you go back to Drew Brees or stay with Taysom Hill? I'd go back with Drew Brees. Taysom yeah. Hill ain't no quarterback. No. I mean, the bottom line is he, he is a tight end, uh, wide receiver, fullback. He, he's a Swiss Army knife playing quarterback, but he ain't no quarterback. And the bottom line is, is that that that's see see that's the whole losing mentality you got right there. You just want to go with this guy because he's been winning a couple games this and other. Be real about it. I mean, you're gonna take Drew Brees, who's been through all kind of situations and all kind of games, under uh, seen everything there is to see. You know. Uh, last-minute drive, last-second drives, all that stuff. You're going to throw him in the garbage can for a damn Swiss <laughs> Army night. Hell no. I, I, I go back with Brees. Now, I, I know we, we've criticized Drew Brees and his arm his arm strength on this like, show lately, but if you watch that Saints game, that playbook is so limited to protect uh, Taysom Hill. It, like I'm, I'm not shocked they're doing as well as they're doing. I'm more shocked the fact that that's even a question because that playbook's so limited. And I exactly. mean, for God's sakes, they beat the Falcons. Not not just well, you know what happened, but it is what it is. Just so y'all know, and y'all know, Coach Boo knows they borrowed the playbook from the Baltimore Ravens for 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 uh, the Saints these last couple weeks with Taysom Hill as quarterback. <laughs> yeah.
Tom said, bye, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they took uh, they took the Baltimore Ravens' uh, playbook. That's what they use. Richard Hood. One that Lamar that. Jackson uses. It's Richard Hood said he's the Saints' bar back. <laughs> All right, what you got next, Travis? Okay, well, we'll skip over this one. Dolphins beat the brace off the Bengals. Congratulations. Good job. No one's surprised. Yeah, we, okay. can, we can move on. Move on. Lions beat the Bears. Both these quarterbacks are trash. I've been saying it for years. Matthew Stafford is garbage. But somehow they beat the Bears? (laughs) I mean, I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny that you choose to call trash the guy whose team won. What about (laughs) that? So what does that make the other guy on the other team? Oh, we know. Hot hot garbage. That's what it means. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Talk about him first. Before you talk about the other guy, talk about the loser first. Do do we all do we all think that Stafford's back in Detroit next year? No. I mean, I don't know where else he could be. I think that if he doesn't go back to Detroit, I don't know if anybody else would want him, to be honest with you. I got I got I got an idea. <clears throat> go, don't keep us waiting. So, go ahead. Okay, so uh Matt Ryan heads to the 49ers, and Matt Stafford becomes the new Falcons uh, quarterback since he's a Georgia boy. Yeah, number one, I can see the Falcons doing something stupid like that. (laughs) So it's definitely possible because that is an Atlanta Falcons. Hey, hey, Falcon fans, how did Todd Gurley work out for y'all this year? How's he doing back back in Georgia? Bring home the Georgia boy. How's that working out for you? Exactly. Bring Stafford back and see how that works out for you too. And Matt Ryan to the 49ers would would would, would stop me from being a damn 49er fan. <laughs> let, let them do that and watch me walk. Uh, Keisha used to talk earlier about people walking away from a team. Bring Matt Stafford in them and, and uh, uh, not Matt Stafford. Bring Matt Ryan in there and watch me walk. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh okay, Browns beat the Titans. Uh, with how bad the Titans look, do we think that they're still a playoff threat? They're going to make the playoffs. Do we think they could actually do anything in the playoffs? Okay. I've been, this is what I've been waiting on here. Now, Jason Latane, I don't do no research for these shows. I'm just coming here just straight from the hip. Just like the show said, straight from the hip. I'm going to give you what I got. If I don't know what's going on, I'm going to tell you, hey, somebody tell me what happened. I didn't even see. I actually did some research for this question for Joe Flashman. And I don't even see Joe out there. Joe, I knew you wouldn't bring your ass on this show because you knew talking to all that trash all day long, sending me emails and everything, text messages about the show, about the Browns. Let's look at the Browns. Let's look at the Browns. Real quick, y'all, y'all bear with me just one oh, second. We got a Browns fan in here. Josh. Josh said he said <clears throat> Browns. He Good, hiked. Josh. I'm glad you're here, Josh. I, I, I got, Go Browns. I got some research for y'all. Mm-hmm. First game of the season. Browns versus Ravens, 38-6. Played at the Ravens' place, but you lost, 38-6. Just got monkey drugs, just just embarrassed, 38-6. The next game, you win at home, 35-30 against the damn Bengals. I mean, the damn worst team in the league, going to probably get the first pick again this year if the Jets don't get it. And you beat them by five points. At home. Can't even beat him by a touchdown. <clears throat> At home. <clears throat> we'll be all high-powered offense, Baker Mayfield. Still had Odell Beckham, all this other stuff. 
Next game, Washington. I'm going to give you a little credit here. Two touchdowns, a win against Washington at home. Next game, Cowboys on the road. Cowboys are terrible this year. You beat them 49-38. <laughs> Colts at home. Beat them 32-23. Here we go. Steelers on the road. What was the score? 38-7. to Just got drugged. I mean, just, 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 just absolutely sodomized out there on the field. Just ridiculous. <laughs> so then you come back home. No, I'm sorry. You're on the road against the Bengals, 37 to 34. Beat them by a damn field goal, the Bengals, 37 to 34. So then you played uh, the Raiders, lost 16 to 6 at home against the Raiders. 16 to 6 at home? Anyway, so then you go and play the uh, Texans. Oh, the Texans, they're real powerhouse this year. I think they won two games. <laughs> Beat them 10 to 7. 10 to 7 at home. Eagles beat them 22 to 17. Of course, now the Eagles are a powerhouse right now. I mean, Carson Wentz is killing it. The Eagles look great. So I can see why you only beat them by five points. <laughs> then you go play the Jaguars in, in, in Jacksonville. And the Jaguars now, everybody knows, we're in their powerhouse in the AFC. Right, Jaguars, right. you beat them 27 to 25. 20, can't beat them by a field goal. 27 to 25. And you finally had a reputable win the other night, 41-35 over the Titans. So, all that being said, your record is 9-3. Guess how many wins you have that mean something that have been worth a shit? Two. Two okay, wins, two. Jay. Okay, I'm going to give them Washington because they beat Washington by two touchdowns. Beat Washington okay. by two touchdowns. And then you beat the Titans the other night, 41-35. So I'm not trying to hear about, about this was Cleveland's <laughs> year. But don't get me wrong. For you fans, it's their year because guess what? This is like the first time in 30, I think they said 31 years or something like that, your ass been over 500. I mean, that's why you're so happy. And everybody right now is ready to build a damn statue of the coach. You're ready to make Baker Mayfield, put him in the ring of honor, all that stuff. Just because your ass is over 800, or over 500, over eight wins. I mean, how sad is that? How bad is the damn franchise that these damn people are blowing up my phone today Acting like damn fools, cause you nine and three for the first time since the damn Renaissance. Your ass is damn five. I, I mean nine. Seriously, is this why y'all calling me all day wearing me on some old bullshit like this? They are terrible. And when they play somebody worth a damn, let them play Pittsburgh. Again. When do they play Pittsburgh again? That's what I want to know. <laughs> when when will that happen? I want to see that game right there. Well, they play the Ravens this Monday. Next Monday, they play the Ravens. And they're going to get their ass towed up playing the Ravens. Watch and see. And, they, and the Ravens suck anyway. And we know that, but they're they, they, they going to beat the brakes off of him. Oh, my God. Uh, Travis, I'd like to add to the, the Browns being uh, overachievers. I got nothing. That was a good segment. Uh, I believe the Browns feel very – when I say this, I don't mean in the way they play, but in the feel of the team, they feel very Green Bay Packer-esque to me, like how Green Bay was last year. Where Green Bay beat up on a bunch of bad teams, and when they played good teams, didn't play well. Also, let's 
let's throw a quick pin in the Titans. It's something Coach has said about three, four weeks ago that showed up this last game. The Titans go by the energy that Derrick Henry has. Every, every like, fourth game, Derrick Henry I agree. like he ain't interested. I think it's because he's probably beat up and tired, and he just doesn't yeah. seem interested, and they get the yep. brakes beat off of him. And that is something interesting because what's going to happen if you try to make a playoff run and you don't got the buy now, you got to play three to four games to get into the yes, third Super Bowl. So yes, what's going to happen yep. in that third game or that fourth game with Derrick Henry mm-hmm. – just don't bring it. So, just a just a pin to put in the th- that the whole Titans thing. We were going, what's going on with the Titans? Why they're so up and down? That's why they're so up and down. When Derrick Henry would, don't bring that energy, they seem like they don't play well. I would only add that Derrick Henry needs to call Todd Gurley and start getting some <laughs> talking to him about his future because that's what it's going to be. I listen. I already told you the lifespan for a running back in NFL ain't but about four or five years. I'm telling you. Right. Especially when you're that kind of back. You know, guys, when you have these doggone men, these are grown-ass men. <laughs> I mean, these men weigh like 250 pounds, running a 4-5-40, and they're taking their helmet, diving at your kneecaps. I mean, how much of that do you think you can take? Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Even when you're stiff arming people, guess what? That's them 250 pounds running right at your arm. I guarantee you his shoulder is sore as I don't know what. That joker got a masseuse making a killing. I promise you. That woman is charging him $200 an hour to go in there and try and massage him. I promise you that's going on. Uh, Josh said, sad but true, but our heart has been broken so many uh, for so long. We'll take it. Go Basically, go Browns. I know. I know. Listen to him. Listen, Josh. Josh. Mwah, mwah. I love you, Josh. <laughs> We, you you have to love a Brown fan. You have to. Because, and I, Josh, I, I like you because I never met you before in my life. But I like you because you at least keeping it real. It's like, hey, man, when you've been as bad as we've been, we soaking up all this. And even if we're going to get our ass tore up later, because that's what we know is going to happen, we still going to it, soak it in right now. Just soak it in because we're just happy about it. But, hey, Josh, keep it real. That's what been coming. The, the ass whipping is coming. <laughs> All right, Travis, what you got next? Uh, Minnesota beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I uh, want to throw some stats out for you do, do, real do it, quick. Does it matter? Like, really? Like, none of these teams. Do, do uh, anybody care about these two teams? Let's just put it out there. All right, give us just give us your stats. You you did you did research. So let me let you have it. Go ahead. Go ahead. But my question was more focused on Justin Jefferson, not the team. Come so, on. He's got 1,040 yards and seven touchdowns. With Burrow and Herbert going down the toilet, would he be your offensive rookie of the year? I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't care. Coach, unless you got uh, something on that. Yeah, who, who was the offensive rookie of the year last year? <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. I mean, uh, that's a good point. I don't know. Does <laughs> anybody know? <laughs> Do you know Travis? No. <laughs> <laughs> My point is that. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, the Raiders beat the hapless Jets on just the Jets making terrible plays. I'm sure, Coach, you got something to say about this, so you just go ahead and go. All I did, uh, my only thing is this. Why does that man still have his job? <laughs> Adam Gates? I mean, he fired the defensive coordinator. And I'm good with that. 
But my whole thing is to the owner, why didn't you just fire him too? Just be like, look, hey, all y'all just get the F out. Just just get out. Why, why didn't you just do that? I mean, I, what does Adam get? I'm telling you. I'm telling y'all right now. he got to have some kind of picture. There's some kind of secret sex ring or something <laughs> with all the NFL owners. And Adam Gates has some pictures. I'm telling you, he got to. Because there is no way he could still have his job except for that. Cause I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, okay, the defense did mess up at the end and whatnot, but offense has has been like stank all year. I mean, <laughs> how, how do you, how do you, how do you just overlook all that? And now you're gonna go, Mr. Williams, gonna cut. T talk to me, talk to me, America. Tell me what's going on. I told you, you I don't get it. He got that mad eye moody eye. So Adam Gates, he, oh, they, they, they wait until he go I, home before they fire him. They wait until he go I home. I guess I don't know if he hypnotizing the owner with that eye when <laughs> they're there meeting and stuff. And he like giving him that eye. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. What is he? What is he? Jafar from Aladdin? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Boy. I guess it's I will extend your contract <clears throat> for three more years. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Travis. <laughs> Um, and just a real quick caveat, uh, we did a name game a few weeks ago with Derek Carr. Man, he's terrible. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Colts over the Houston Texans. Colts just keep on winning. I got nothing on this one. Hey, real quick on the Colts. I mean, because that defense is really good. And I know the Houston Texans aren't any Marvel. But right now, if it's a playoff game, let's say – Colts are like they will get the home field advantage in the wild card, correct? Because they will win the division. Uh, Is that correct, Travis? They are winning the division, <clears throat> I believe, yes. Okay. So if you had Colts versus uh, da, 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 Bill, Buffalo Bills, Coach, who would you take? Buffalo Bills are hot right now. I would take the Bills, and, uh, and I'm not a Bills fan by any stretch of the imagination. I do think Josh Allen is playing very well right now, and mm -hmm. he seems to be really in command of things. And and to me, the the uh, Colts are just very suspect. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just, they've just been so up and down all year long. I'm not a Colt believer just yet, so I, I would definitely take the bid. Colts or Cleveland Browns? I know they oh, played in the regular season, but at this oh, point, get, give me the Colts. Give me the Colts. Because <laughs> we all know that the Cleveland Brown crash and burn is coming. And I mean, it, it could happen at any moment. And and especially if they were playing at the Colts at Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Oh, give me give me the Colts in, in 10. I give them 10 <laughs> on top of it. Because I guarantee they're gonna win by at least 10. Oh no doubt. uh Colts or let's say the Miami Dolphins make the playoffs. Miami Dolphins. I'm still gonna go with the Colts because I'll be honest with you, two is not ready. I mean, they they're trying to get him ready and he's been playing. But I wish they had kept him out a little bit longer before they put him in. I think he could have maybe finished the season. But now this thing with him and Fitzpatrick going back and forth and swap, I don't like it. So like I say, I, I don't I don't think that the, the Dolphins are ready. Any Travis, any coach, any team you want to throw in there? No. Um, uh, yeah, I'll throw one in there. Actually, the team that we kind of just talked about. And right now, uh, Tennessee would actually be the AFC South champion so Colts or Tennessee well I left them off because they play they'll play them twice a year that's why I left them off intentionally okay I no, wouldn't see that, somebody else that they wouldn't play wouldn't see you okay got what you got next what's the next matchup uh 
The uh, Los Angeles Rams beat the free-falling Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I guess my question on this one is, are people catching up to Cliff Cliff Kingsbury's offense, or do we think it's just Kyler Murray's inefficient right now with the injury? Well, I think they're catching up to Kyler Murray in that offense. I think that, you know, they're kind of in sync with each other because Cliff Kingsbury's offense doesn't work without Kyler Murray. I mean, without a Kyler Murray type of a quarterback who's mobile and can run and do all the things that he does. And I think that, you know, as it is in the NFL, you know, when, when a lot of these quarterbacks, just like Joe Burrow right now, comes out of college and, you know, a lot of times they're one hit a quitter. I mean, they come in there for one year, light it up, and then over the offseason, people kind of figure out, you know, how to how to play them. And so I think that that's what you're seeing as far as Kyler Murray's uh, concerned. They're learning a little bit more and more about how to play defense against that kind of offense. And, yeah, Jay, I think they're catching up to him. All right. I, I was going to play a name game with the Rams, but I want to save a name game for a different team once we get further down. Go ahead. Uh, Travis. Okay. Um, Giants upset the Seattle Seahawks. The Giants have won four straight games. All right. Would you you consider them the favorite now of the NFC East? Uh, We don't care about that. Let's just go past that. Yeah, who cares about the NFC East? (laughs) That's what I was about to say. I mean, I think they're the favorite with, like, four wins. They they have four wins on the season. My second – my second question on this is we got, what we is got the it. level of concern for Seattle? I, I got it. Let, let me handle the questions, Travis. I got you. I got it. I'll, I'll handle the questions on it. Seattle, any concern for Seattle? And if you are the head coach of Seattle right now, coach, coach, you're going to be a coach. What do you do to fix Seattle? Dude, I don't know. I'm going to tell you right now. I know one thing. I wouldn't let Russ cook. I can tell you that much. <laughs> They're talking about let Russ cook. And his ass been cooking some stank chitlins lately. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, they look terrible on both sides of the ball. So I I, I think that, uh, you know, maybe Seattle got a little cocky there. And, and Seattle maybe got – Seattle got a little bit maybe Metcalf and Russ and they doing this and that and everything. And, I mean, I, I guess they started thinking they were unstoppable. But they have been imploded. I mean, it, it's, it's one of, in my opinion, the most monumental implosions I've seen in a minute. Because, I mean, they are going – it's reminding me of the Cowboys implosion. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's looking pretty bad for them right now. And, I mean, hands off to the Giants. They did their thing, whatever. But they were helped out a lot by Seattle. How do you fix it, Jay? I don't know because, you know, uh, you, you got one of the best coaches in the league mm-hmm. as, as far as when it comes to group hugging and doing all the, <laughs> the, the, the soft type of stuff. He, I mean, he's a big guy. He's big on that. Pete, you know, Pete, uh, Pete Carroll's big on that kind of stuff. So, you know, he got that old Phil Jackson, you know, Zen type of stuff and all that stuff going on. But my point is, is that if that's not working, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I will be very intrigued to see what happens to them for the remainder of the year. All right. If you had one position in Seattle that you could fix immediately that you think would turn it around, what would it be? I mean, it, it's it's really, it, to my in my opinion, the linebacker play is really the front seven. But the linebacker play specifically for them, I don't think, has been good. I mean, they're, they're just allowing too many big plays. And when you're allowing, you know, people to get four or five yards on first down, I mean, let me ask you this. Uh, this to the audience. 
What is a successful football play? How many yards do you have to get to oh, be successful he, on a football play? I know because I'm just asking that question because a lot of people don't know the answer. And the answer is three and a half yards. So if a, if an offense gets three and a half yards per play, three and a half plus three and a half, that's first down, second down is seven, plus three and a half is ten and a half, that's a first down. You move the chains. So a lot of times you say, oh, hey, that was a great play. He stopped him for four yards. Shit, he got stopped before that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that ain't no great play. I mean, you trying to limit them jokes to two yards a play. That's what defense are trying to do, two yards or less per play. If not, that's why you hear the coach over there yelling, that's too much. That's too much because it is. And that's what you got to understand. When you see these guys giving up four yards a play, that, that's way too much. They, they got to they gotta by far limit that. And most of that goes to on the linebackers. Okay. Um, any, 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 anything else you got? Anything you want to say with the Giants? The Giants have been playing better, but too soon, too soon. That dude, they're still in that NFC East, you know, <laughs> mess. Since I, I mean, guys, seriously. I mean, this and it hurts me because I grew up being a Cowboy fan, and uh, you know, I used to think about the battles between the Cowboys and the damn Washington Redskins, Philadelphia Eagles. Back then, they had the Arizona Cardinals. Don't ask me why. Mm -hmm. They had them out. But they were in the NFC East way back in the day. Yep, yep, but yep. that's what I'm saying. It, it hurts me to see them be as bad as they are right now. So they're bad right now. That whole whole division is bad. All right, Travis, what you got? What's the next uh, next one? Uh, Green Bay over the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I actually wrote this question before the news came. So... Doug Peterson already took the answer, but would you play Jalen Hurts as your quarterback and bench wins? I'd rather ask Coach, what does Jalen Hurts bring to the team that Carson Wentz cannot? Uh, a fresh face. I mean, because at the end of the day, Carson Wentz used to be, you know, a little bit more of a scrambling type of quarterback. You know, I mean, when he came out of college, that's what he did. He ran the ball quite a bit and whatnot. All of a sudden, he stopped doing that. But if you look at the game the other night, Jalen Hurts did just as much running as he did throwing. Mm -hmm. I know he got his first touchdown pass finally and whatnot, but I think that he's just a breath of fresh air for those guys out there. Obviously, he's a little bit faster. He's a little bit more elusive than Carson Wentz. And unlike Carson Wentz, he's not going to sit back there more than two and a half seconds looking for somebody. Because after two and a half seconds, he's about to get the hell up out there. And and, and Carson Wentz, for whatever reason, isn't doing that. And I don't know why. Because he, he did that the years before. And that's what made him be better than what he is right now. I don't know why he wants to sit back there and hold the ball and keep trying to go through his possession uh, progressions when he knows good damn well that, that people aren't open. He needs to get up out there. So that's the only thing I see. Oh, both of those guys in Philly next year. No, I, I really don't believe so. Uh, Carson Wentz is kind of dancing around his words a lot these days and, and you know, kind of trying to be politically correct in what he's saying. But at the end of the day, I don't think that if they have a quarterback competition, number one, I don't think he'll win. And number two, um, if he doesn't win, I don't think he'll want to be there. Travis, what do you think? You think they'll both be there next year? <clears throat> Uh, I do. I think they. I think they will try and hold on to Wentz because I think they just gave him a contract extension. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, with that, we all know how the NFL teams, they don't like to let go of players unless they absolutely have to after they've given them a, a nice contract um, and the cap hit. So I think Wentz and Hurts will still be there. But I think next year they will try and utilize Hurts in the game plan more uh, than what they have this year. Okay. Um, next up, uh, New England over the Chargers. They kicked the crap out of them. I got nothing on this game. I, I don't think anyone cares. So. Nah, we good. We good here. Okay, good. Um, Kansas City beat Denver. Um, the Chiefs are the 16th overall rushing, have the 16th overall rushing in the NFL. Does that concern you going into the playoffs? No. I mean, the bottom line is they are also, Las Vegas has them 2-1 to one on the odds to win the Super Bowl this year. The lowest odds ever at this point in the season for a team because everybody knows that they're just that much better than everybody else right now. They said Travis Kelsey, the best tight end of all time. They're already saying that about him. You know, y'all quick to do that. Y'all, y'all quick to do that. Y'all quick to, to make somebody all time. You know, LeBron, LeBron had played his third game, and y'all was already talking about how he was the greatest, he was the GOAT after his third game. So, I mean, the bottom line is, is that Travis, uh, somebody said, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the wide receiver name, little fast boy, Jay? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Somebody dubbed Tyreek Hill today the best receiver in football. Really? I mean, really the best receiver in football? <laughs> I mean, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, I got mad I got love for Tyreek Hill. Is he the best receiver in football? I think not. No. I mean, because everybody in Atlanta knows he ain't better than Julio. We all know that. <laughs> and in the hell he better than Julio. <laughs> I mean, my whole point is is that I, I don't know that a running game for them needs to be anything more than what it is right now. Because bottom line is your quarterback is probably going to be the leading rusher in the stats at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the back, the little uh, Hilaire guy from LSU, he's catching the ball out of the backfield a lot just as much as he is running. So I, I don't think you need to necessarily have that because a lot of times they say, well, the team that has the most yards rushing is the team that wins the Super Bowl. I don't know how much that's holding true anymore. Mm. All right, what you got next, Travis? <clears throat> uh, the Washington football team with the upset of the week beating the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. You know uh, what? I, I'm, I'm kind of glad Pittsburgh lost because I hate this whole undefeated thing for a whole year. And uh, I know people starting to focus too much on that and, my thing is, and that's what Mike Tomlin was alluding to for a long time. He's like, hey, I'm not happy with my football team right now. I'm not happy with the product that I'm seeing out there on the field. Yes, I know we're undefeated, but I don't really give a crap about us being undefeated. I give a crap about what I'm seeing with my own eyes on the football field. And he saw this coming because he knew his team wasn't playing right now. Everybody wants to blame it on, oh, well, they played four games in 14 days or 13 days or whatever, and this, that, and that. I ain't trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that. <laughs> the coach said from the jump when they played last week and won, I am not happy with this win. I see a football team that's undisciplined, not doing what it's supposed to be doing, hurting at all positions, blah, 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 blah. So he kind of saw this coming. And so he's got to get them refocused. And it's his job, Jay. You always talk about Mike Tomlin. I'm I'm a, I'm a great – I'm going to be hard, hard on myself because bottom line is it's his job to get them refocused and please, Mike Tomlin, I'm, I'm at the call, Cameron Hayward, tell him I need to talk to Tomlin. 
and uh, get on the phone with him and have a little come to Jesus. Please be focused when you play them damn Browns again. Because I want a damn monkey stomp right there that the whole world to hear. I want to be heard worldwide when you beat them down this next time. I I, I got to have that for these, for these damn Cleveland Brown fans blowing up my damn phone today worrying me about some damn dumbass Cleveland Brown. <laughs> Uh, okay, and so I know what the the Redskins and the Eagles, mm. with Redskins mm. and the Giants, looks like more likely one of those two teams are going to win the division and go into the playoffs. Do you see any team that can possibly lose to either one of those uh, the one of those teams that are making the, the uh, making the NFC playoffs? So let's start with Seattle, since we said Seattle's down. Do you think Seattle can take the L, which they just lost to the Giants, but can they lose? Do you think they can lose to them again or the Redskins? No, they won't lose these one. Then I guarantee that. Neither one. What about the Rams? I know you're low on the Rams. Yeah, the Rams could lose. They could definitely lose. <laughs> the Rams could lose just about anybody as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the Saints. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I think if, especially with, with Breeze back, no. With Breeze back, I'm going to say no. Uh, what about the Buccaneers? Ooh, that's a good question because it, it depends on which, which team's going to show up for the damn Buccaneers. So, uh, ooh, I, I would say maybe to the Giants. I don't know. I don't know. that. That's You You stumped me on that one, Jay. I'd have to put a little bit more analysis into that one. You stumped me on that one. That's a good matchup there. Okay. I would say Washington. I, I would actually say Washington could beat the Buccaneers because Tom Brady's kryptonite is a good defensive line and – Washington has the better, de uh, much better defensive line, and a good uh, running game. Top, probably five defensive lines in the NFL, good so point. they can cause uh, Tom Brady some havoc in one game. Yeah, but good I point. think a good running game too hurts Brady, keeps yeah. him off the field. Absolutely. What you got next, Travis? Uh, <laughs> last one: Buffalo over the 49ers. I actually want to do a name game with Josh Allen. I thought we've already done a name game with Josh. Oh, okay, well, let's do a new one. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know if we have or not. So. We have. Uh, Go ahead. We, okay. Um, Josh Allen over um, – we'll make this one easy right now. Ryan Tannehill. Come on, man. I'm saying Josh Allen. Come on, man. Okay. Josh Allen or Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. Oh. I'm right there with you. I, I know. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen or um, Drew Brees? Drew Brees. <clears throat> uh, I may lean Allen that one. Yeah, I'm going to take Drew Brees. <clears throat> I, give, I give you a better one. Josh Allen or Jared Goff? You can have both of them sat as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take Josh Allen. Okay. And uh, last one I'll put on here, only because he is playing very well lately, is uh, Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield. I knew that was coming. Give me Josh Allen. Eight yeah. days a week. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, jo I'm Josh Allen all day, all day on that one, too. Okay. Um, well, that's all I got. Coach, what do you do with the team that has massive amount of injuries? And still, how do you get them up to play when you're getting people off the practice squad to come and play in professional games? Dude, it's rough right now. I mean, you know, this whole COVID thing, now they got a special COVID injury list and reserve list, list and re injured reserve. And 
it, it's, it's chaos out there right now. And I don't think people realize, I can tell you right now, I mean, for all you NBA players and NBA, NBA lovers, don't plan on there being a long NBA season this year. I understand that right now. They're already saying the college football basketball season is already trash. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, think about it. You got right now 50 players on a team. <clears throat> Don't but 11 of them have to be on the field. But in basketball, you only got 15 guys. I mean, you got 15 players. And five of them have to be on the court. Yeah, but, I mean, if you have like eight guys get it and you're down to seven guys, that, I mean, it's damn near impossible to play a game with seven players. Mm -hmm. So I'm just telling you, it, it, this is a crazy season. So I, I don't know, Jay. It's, it's going to be tough to, to do. It's, it's hard, too, to get these guys motivated because guys in the back of some of these guys' heads, they're kind of thinking, seriously, I mean, why are we out here playing football in a damn pandemic? You know what I mean? We, we don't allow people to come in here to watch us play, but yet we out here – you know, farting and breathing and all this stuff on each other the whole game. And, and I mean, how, how safe is that? And so I think it starts to kind of toy with some people's heads and people start worrying about what they're going to take back to their family, you know, to their elder, elderly mother, father, you know, whatever the case may be, uncles, all that. And, and it's, it starts messing with your mind. So I think it's it's a tough situation. All right, that is all we got. Guys, please remember we have a store up on Teespring under Straight From The Hip, or you can look at it for SFTH Show. Um, please remember to subscribe, follow us on all our socials. Like I've been saying all show, if you missed today's show, every on a Tuesday, I'm putting up clips of this show on uh, Wednesday up for the masses to see on YouTube and on Facebook, so check it out. Um, also, follow us on Instagram under uh, SFTH20. The number 2020. Uh, shout out to some new followers on Instagram Carter Insurance, Riley T. Mason, Billy uh, Shepard, Art by Fletcher. Uh, we got some more on here. Uh, Flip Flop Nutty, um, Grizzly T shirts. And I think that is, oh, sorry. And Bree Marie 99 and Tavy 11. So shout out to all of them uh, for following us now on Instagram. We'll keep some more stuff coming up to you guys. Other than that, I, that's all I got, Coach. Hey, listen, I want to say thanks to uh, Keisha out there. Keisha, good seeing you back. Tom Holcroft. Hey, Tom, you're going to see me in there, dude. I'm telling you that right now. Josh Roar. Josh, I appreciate you. Oh, first, first time, time listening. Shout out to Josh, man. Clap yeah, glad you like you, Josh. Josh. We're here every Tuesday night. Uh, Brianna, uh, Brianna Gilliam, guys, yeah, we love all y'all. I'm telling you right now, we look forward to doing this show because we look forward to you guys being here and we like hearing from you guys. So we appreciate that, folks. We got to get out of here as always. To my mother, good night, Miss Francis. Straight from the hip. <laughs>